0: Hi, and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cordamus. I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. And I want to welcome you to Season 6 of the podcast. In this new season, we're going to be sharing practical tips for teachers on a variety of topics. Things that will hopefully make your life just a bit easier and make you just a bit more effective as you work day in, day out in your classroom. And this uh, today we're going to be talking about how to start class Without the chaos, and we're going to get back to that in just a second. But first, if you haven't heard about them yet, I want to introduce you to my friends at Christian Educators Association International (CEAI). Is the Christian alternative to the secular teachers' union. So if you um, are not, you don't really love being part of the secular teachers' union and seeing your money support things that you don't believe in, or maybe you're in a state where you you can't be part of a union and you miss some of that protection. I'd encourage you to check out CEAI. With with your membership, you get so many benefits, but some of the most pertinent are professional liability insurance of up to $2 million in case of a job-related lawsuit. Also get job action protection, coverage for legal fees for local legal representation if you're faced with a job action like suspension or termination. And they're especially great because you get legal and educational consultation from a Christian perspective. And they'll also help you know what you can and cannot do as a Christian teacher in a public school. So you can find out more about CEAI and all that they offer at teachfortheheart.com slash insurance and I am partnering with ceai to help you know more about them today though we're talking about how to start class without the chaos you know when I first started teaching that I remember the first week went pretty well but it wasn't soon because there was only before there was only one word that would describe the start of class especially I'm thinking of my first period algebra one class and that was chaos chaos. I remember standing in front of that particular class as the bell would ring and wondering how on earth I was going to get their attention. Actually, if I remember right, my first year, there were no bells. So in addition to having all this trouble, there was not even a bell to let me know to start class. So anyhow, that's an aside. But Thankfully we got bells the next year but still it, it, it I don't think it would have helped me that much because I remember as I started tried to start class half the class would be talking five kids would be walking around the room other kids were coming in late hardly anyone had their homework it it just felt hopeless i remember thinking like trying to get their attention and it just was not happening It actually wasn't quite as tough as I thought, but there were a few key things that I was missing. So whether your class is pretty much out of control like mine, or maybe it just needs a little bit of fine tuning, here are some things I've learned about how to start class effectively. Number one, have an assignment posted. If you don't use some type of of start-of-class assignment, I challenge you to try it this year. I think you will really like it. A start-of-class assignment makes such a big difference because it gives your students something productive to do while you complete all of your administrative tasks, like taking attendance, passing out, you know. Connecting with students that were absent, possibly passing back some papers. Whatever it is you have to do at the beginning of class, your students are occupied. So they're not just sitting around getting in trouble waiting for you. So you need to have this, to have this assignment posted, you need, you need to have a consistent place in your room where you post this assignment. So the students always know, okay, I come in, I look here, that's where the assignment is. Now, if you're not sure what to use as a start of class assignment, we're going to come back to that in a second. Let me give you my other tips first and we'll circle back and talk about that. Number two. So number one was have an assignment posted. Number two, teach your students to start the assignment without prompting from you. Now, this is where I went wrong. I had an assignment, but if the students don't start working on it, it's not going to do anyone any good. You have to train your students to sit down and get started without your having to say anything. If you're not even in the room, they should automatically go to their seats and get started on the assignment before the bell rings. Now, I know you're thinking, this is impossible. That could never, ever happen. Now, I will tell you, it's certainly not going to happen by accident and it's not going to happen without a lot of effort on your part in the beginning of the year or whenever you start this to really teach them how to do this. But if you're intentional about training them, it really can happen and it's so rewarding when it does. I linked to a post in the notes that talks about how to teach procedures so your students will actually follow them. And so if this is some an area where you've been struggling, I would encourage you to hop on over and check out the post. You can get that at teachfortheheart.com slash class is where I have the post that goes with this podcast episode, and you can find that post linked to it right there. It'll be really big. There's even a picture easy for you to find. Once again, that's at teachfortheheart.com slash class. Number three. Have a plan for what you'll do if students are not on task when the bell rings. So you have your assignment, you teach your students to get started right away, but you need to have a plan for what happens when students don't. Otherwise, they'll quickly digress to not doing that and they'll they'll just be all chaotic again. So like I said, at first, you're gonna train your students to get right to work and it's gonna be a lot of work. That's gonna take a few days, maybe even weeks to train them to do that. But after the class had learned the procedure, so you're a couple weeks down, the class knows what they're doing, you need a plan for what to do when a few students or on occasion, if they're really hyper coming from another class, it could be half the class, are still talking or disruptive after the bell. Now I used a warning system to help me with this, and I link to that in teachfortheheart.com slash start class. Or you can actually go back and listen to the podcast way back in the very beginning of the podcast. I talk about that. I think it's episode one, a quick and easy method to calm a disruptive class. I talk about my warning systems and um, how I use them, especially at the start of class. So encourage you to check that out. If you don't know what you're, if you don't have a system in your class um, for, you know, how to deal with minor misbehaviors like that, you can check out my system there. All right. So I promise we talk about what makes a good start of class assignment. There's a few things. The most important thing is that the start of class assignment should need no explanation. Now, I know, I know. There's always that kid who wants an explanation. But for the most part, it should be simple enough that you don't feel guilty saying, Read the directions and figure it out for yourself. Okay, so this is not the time to try something new and challenging. This could be a review activity, a journal prompt, something simple. It could be some review questions from a textbook, as I said, a journal prompt that you write on the board, a separate worksheet with a quick exercise. Simply ask yourself, what do my students need more practice with? And then come up with a short activity that will help them master that skill or practice or practice that that activity, keep in mind that you can use the same activity for more than one day and just give them three to five minutes at the start of class to work on it. So for example, let's say you wanted them to practice writing a story. They could work on that you know, for five, you know, three to five minutes at the start of each class and they could work on it for a whole week and turn it in at the end of the week. So it doesn't have to be um, something that they finish in one day. They can take a little longer. They can take multiple days to finish it, but it's what they work on for that, you know, those first few minutes of class. If you're not sure what would work best for your class, um, ask a fellow teacher at your school if someone else teaches a similar grade, or this is a great thing to ask in our Facebook discussion group. And I link to that and you can join that if you're not part of it. Once again, at teachfortheheart.com slash start class. And if you happen to teach middle school math, you're in luck. Um, I have a set of the practice exercise that I use as a middle school math teacher. Um, I have a free set for you. So you can download that once again at teachfortheheart.com slash start class, And if you need more help corralling classroom chaos, I encourage you to grab our free classroom management mini course. If things are already starting off rough, um, this will help you regain control of your classroom in just three days. And now is the time to do it before your students get used to um, used to the chaos. Um, so you can get that at teachfortheheart.com slash mini course or once again I link to everything at teachfortheheart.com slash start class. I hope this episode's been helpful. If it has, I hope that you will share it with a fellow teacher. You can also help spread the word by leaving a review of this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. I hope you have a great week. We look forward to coming back and talking with you again soon. Once again, all the notes and the links are at teachfortheheart.com slash start class. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.